0: Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes
1: everything.
0: The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David.
3: I am Tom Holland, and this is Fitness Disrupted. All right, let's just do a straightforward show. Not that my shows aren't straightforward, but like boom, boom, boom. Going to rattle off almost two dozen tips to eating better and losing weight. And the two are not mutually exclusive, being healthy and losing weight. It's a big part of this Show and research shows what you all love list shows (laughs) and odd numbers. Oddly enough, research shows like 23 is better than 22 or 24. But I'm going to give you almost two dozen tips to eating better, losing weight and just being healthier. And these tips are ones you've heard before. If you've listened to other podcasts of mine, they are scientifically based, but you got to find what works for you, right? But I want you to be honest with yourself. And if you want, it's a great idea. If you're struggling, and most people are, grab a pen, a pencil, piece of paper, if you're my age, <laughs> if you're younger, you could do it on your phone. I still don't understand. I'm a, I'm a, at the heart of it, a pencil and paper type of guy. But write these down and be honest. How many are you doing? And of the 23, if you do a handful, you're going to be successful. If you do more than a handful, you're going to be more successful, more quickly. It is that simple. And what you will see when I rattle off all 23 of these is, it's not one thing, right? It's not one diet. It's not changing one thing. It's changing, this is, this is the, I hate the word, the secret. <laughs> it's changing a handful of things, many things, slowly over time. That's what works. Based in science, based in experience. Do you have to do them all? Absolutely not. Are some more important than others? I would argue yes. But at the end of the day, it comes down to results. It comes down to results. But that's what's always mystified me in this industry. When I would have pushback from people, when I would say, you know, here's what the science says about, you know, a habit or something uh, that will help Achieve your goals. And they'll say, well, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> you go, okay. Um, what are you going to do, right? But when you have 23 different tips and, and things you can start to implement right away, you find what works for you. And when you find what works for you now and over time, are you going to do all 23 of these things at the same time? Could, (laughs) because they're not huge. There's not one of them that is some deprivation diet. There's not one that is complicated. But that's what human nature wants. You want it to be hard. You want it to be deprivation. I don't know why. I do know why. One of the reasons is you want that quick fix. I get it. We all want things quicker i'm I'm really bad at waiting for things myself, but this is something you can't rush, ok? But I'll say it one final time. The great news is these small changes don't affect your life in the way that a restrictive diet does, or some cr- something crazy, something expensive and restrictive whether that's, you know, expensive supplements that are tied into a plan where you're restricted from eating certain foods, but none of that. All right. Let's get right into it. Quick break. When we come back, 23 tips to eating better and losing weight. We'll be right back.
1: Step into the world of power, loyalty,
0: Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.
3: And we are back, just giving you a laundry list of tips based in science, based in experience that you can Employ right away to help you achieve your goals. And again, the goals are not mutually exclusive. The goals of eating better, losing weight, and being healthier. They're all tied in. I will not help you lose weight in an unhealthy way. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. But that's not what this is about. All right, let's get right into it. Number one, eat breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) eat breakfast. I've done so many shows on this topic. I will continue to do shows on this topic. The research is so strong. The research is so strong into eating breakfast. And if you're not eating breakfast now and you say you're not hungry, but you're struggling to lose weight, think about that for a second. Think about that for a second. It's not working. So try it. Try all of these things at some point. And give it a little bit of time. And I will flesh out each one. Not too much because I don't want this show to be ridiculously long. So a minute or two for each tip. But eat breakfast. I talk about the studies that are so strong in showing that people who lose significant amount of weight and keep it off tend to eat breakfast. And I'm going to qualify this one step further. Which, for those of you who don't eat breakfast, will probably cringe. I not only want you to eat breakfast, I want you to eat a big, huge breakfast. Start your day by fueling up. Start your day by fueling up. The reason so many people gain weight is because they are eating so many calories late at night. It's not that your body goes into hibernation mode. When you take in those calories, it's that it is simple math that people take in a crazy amount of calories at night. Take in those calories at the start of the day. A big, healthy, huge, huge breakfast. And I know it's so hard for people to do. We've got to move this along. <laughs> but eat breakfast. Try eating breakfast. Breakfast. Give it time. Find foods that are healthy, that fuel you up in the right way. Not an unhealthy breakfast. Whole foods. And a big, big fueling up for the day meal. All right, enough. Got to move. <laughs> Got to keep myself on track here. Eat frequently. If you're eating three meals a day and it's working for you, good for you. And guess what? Every one of these tips, what I love is, you'll read the articles that say, no, you don't have to eat breakfast. No, you don't have to eat frequently. If you're on track, as I will say over and over, good for you. Then you're good. Right? Most people don't eat three meals and not snack. Most people don't eat three healthy meals throughout the day. I don't. I'm eating less as I get older, but I'm still eating frequently. And when I don't, I notice it. When I go for an extended period of time, I know my body really well now after decades and decades of being in this industry. And if I go like an hour too long, I struggle later in the day to not eat foods that aren't as good for me. And I just, I'm off track. And so, yes, eating five to six medium-sized meals a day, Or, you know, you can eat a little bit, well, I'm I'm getting ahead of myself, five to six meals a day, medium-sized, you can, um, you know, well, I'll get to it. (laughs) I don't want to give it away. Uh, Five to six meals a day, every three hours or so, two to three hours. So you wake up, whatever time you wake up, it's up at 5 a.m. working out this morning, didn't want to eat before that, but ate after. So for me, it's like seven o'clock. 10 o'clock, 1 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 7 o'clock, and then maybe a snack right before bed. Fuel your body. Don't let that blood sugar drop. Don't let the wheels fall off at 3 o'clock. And then you're grabbing for the candy and all that stuff. And then that's why at dinnertime you're now off the rails. All right. I'm going to, you know, get into that further as well. Number three, and you hear this all the time, drink water. One of the hardest things for me to do. I just, I have the bladder of, a, of an eight-year-old. I'll say it. <laughs> and I struggle. And that, that's a problem because I do exercise frequently. I do sweat a crazy amount. And I need to get those fluids in. And so what I do and what you can do too, and for a lot of these tips, I'm going to qualify them, you know, one or two ways. Give you tips within the tips. But I have a bottle, an empty bottle, water bottle in my office, in my studio that I will refill. I have a handful of water bottles in my home gym filled. And I have two bottles that I try to drink and refill throughout the day. But my goal is to drink those two every day. Do I hit it? Not even close. Still working on it. All right. But drink water You know, all those statistics, how much of our bodies are made of water and blah, blah, blah. Just drink more water. But know that food has water in it, too. You know, different uh, drink coffee, different liquids, fluids you're drinking. You know, those are those are fluids and they help with hydration. But we need to drink more water if you're already there. Awesome. Okay, but it's another not only health tip, but it will help with hunger. Right. All right. Number four, stock your home. Oh, my gosh. Is this so simple yet so vitally important? Stock your home with healthy foods that you like. Lots and lots of choices. Go out for the treats. Does that mean you don't have treats in the house? No, I have an entire drawer. I call it the cookie drawer, you know, but that's got so much stuff in there for the kids and for everyone. And then we have ice cream in the house and things like that. But we also have so many healthy options right out in the open. Huge tray of fruit, you know, three tiers apples, oranges, bananas, food everywhere. Healthy options to grab for. It's so simple, but it's so important that the vast majority of the foods in your house that you have access to are healthy. All right. Number five, prepare ahead of time. Food prep. And I am as lazy as they come, people. I'm as lazy as they come. I will pay extra, and I'm getting ahead of myself again, for convenience, but cook ahead of time. Just a couple things that work for you. All right? For me, it's Sundays, and I have an egg cooker that hard boils. I can't even boil the water and do it that way. I have this little egg cooker thing that does seven eggs at a time. Hard boils and I pour water in it. I put the thing, the seven eggs in. I put the top on. I plug it in. I turn it on. Boom. It beeps. I'm done. So I do like a dozen. I eat them. My kids eat them. So eggs. If you're, you know, grilling, we're coming up to summer outside. Grill extra if you're, if you're a meat person. You know, chicken, things like that. Don't cook one or two or just a meal's worth cook a bunch, put that in the fridge. I also, again, this is how lazy I am. I have the steamed mixed vegetables and different vegetables that I can just steam in the microwave. I am that lazy. I do that. And then I put it in Tupperware. So I'll steam an entire huge bag. Sometimes I'll eat the whole bag. (laughs) But if it's big enough, I'll eat half and I'll put half away and it's there. And then I do like my omelet and throw the, you know, four eggs. Throw the already cooked vegetables on top of the eggs. I've got this awesome omelet with so much volume. Four eggs and veggies on top. That's a big healthy breakfast. And there's other options as well. All right. I got ahead of myself, but I gave away number six. Pay for convenience. Every now and again, what are you going to invest in? What is more important to spend your money on? Exercise and nutrition, right? So, I have a juicer. I'm not going to use it. It was a gift. I'm way too lazy to shop for all that stuff and to clean it up. And so, that is where I will pay for convenience. I will get a red drink or a green drink, you know, different kinds of foods that I'm not going to prepare myself that are super healthy that I'm definitely not going to shop for. It's just honest, people. (laughs) I'm being honest with you. I'm going to spend my money on that stuff that fuels my body It's going to help prevent disease. What is more important than what we put into our bodies, right? So if I'm going to spend a couple more bucks on something because I'm too lazy to to do it, I'm definitely going to do it. So pay for convenience and figure out what those things are, right? Where are you going to spend a couple extra dollars, right? Number seven, eat protein at every meal. I will talk about protein till the day I die. It's so important to so many different things, including building muscle, including not losing muscle as we age, sarcopenia, and feeling full. Like, two really, really important things, right? Satiety and muscle. The less muscle we have, the lower our metabolisms are. The more muscle we have, the higher our metabolisms are. Muscle is more metabolically active than fat tissue. That's why men, one of the reasons, have You know, burn calories uh, at a greater rate than women. Women, thank goodness, are getting more and more into the strength training, and you know, strong is the new skinny. Love that. But eat protein at every meal. Again, about half your body weight in grams per day, and then break it up over those meals. It's hard to get it all in. It's almost impossible in one meal or two. And when you spread it out throughout the day, it helps you feel full. And then we could get into, but I'm not going to, you know, the way it affects blood sugar and high glycemic foods. You pair protein with carbohydrates. All right. So every meal that you can take your, again, body weight in half grams per day and then spread that out over the meals you eat per day. Number eight. Eat big portions of healthy food. I know people go, that's crazy. And guess what? I don't care what all oh, these articles say, you know, you're not putting on excess weight by eating too many vegetables. Look at how many calories are in one huge bag of mixed vegetables. It's like 250. And try to eat that whole bag. I'm one of the few people I think that can and does. But we don't eat enough of the good stuff and we eat too much of the bad stuff. And when you eat healthy foods, like eggs and whole grains and things like that in the right volume, again, in the right order, right front. Well, I'm going to get ahead of myself. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> See, I want to expand on all these things. All right, I'm, I'm going to really focus on keeping it simple. Eat big portions of healthy food. You know, when I uh, was training clients and we're figuring out snacks and things for people and I'd say, you know, we're trying to figure out what they liked and maybe it was an apple. And I'd say, you know, why don't you do, you know, two apples and then some cheese or something? And they'd say, oh, that's too much food. <laughs> it's not. Eat more good food. When you find the foods you like, eat lots of it. Okay? I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, number nine. B O. Oh, this is great. I love this one. Become aware of all your BLTs. One of the greatest tips, right? What's a BLT? Bites, licks, and tastes, people. If there's one thing most people have no concept of, and even some, you know, many in the industry, how many calories they take in with bites, licks, and tastes. Oh, you're going to have that last chicken nugget from your kids. You're going to have a sip of that. You're going to have a bite of that. You're going to finish, you know, your husband's or your wife's, uh, you know, dessert. That's fine. But when I was a trainer and asked people what they had uh, that day to eat, no one ever talks about the BLTs. (laughs) Because of course you don't. So be aware of them. And all of these are connected. When you eat a big breakfast... You're going to feel fuller and, and set yourself up for success. When you eat, uh, you know, every couple hours or so, you're not going to get ravenous. And you're not going to do as many of the BLTs. You know, so many people who say, oh, I don't eat breakfast, I'm not hungry. And then I don't want to eat that much healthy food, that's too much. If you have weight to lose, you're consuming the calories at some point. And so I know this is not what you normally hear. But we're not where we need to be, are we? In other words, we have all the resources, all the fitness technology, all the yeah buts are gone, as I say frequently. But people are still struggling. You're still struggling because you got bad information, people. This is the good stuff. All right, keep moving. (laughs) But become aware of your BLTs. And I'm going to come back to that in a second. Number 10, eat the same thing. This makes no sense when you say it out loud for, you know, uh, for the first time in this way. What do I mean by that? People who lose significant amount of weight, keep it off, or people who are just healthy at their healthy weight, and I'm one of these people, we tend to eat the same foods and just rotate them. Why? Because we know it works for us. We know how many calories are in it by and large. We know that it satisfies us. We know that it makes us feel good. We know that it helps us maintain our weight. This is the one area where I will not talk about variation. Although, once you get to that point where you're at your healthy weight, you kind of figured it out. You've got your seven, eight, nine, ten 10 different meals. You kind of rotate. doesn't matter. You know, breakfast for dinner, dinner for breakfast. You got your healthy proteins, your, you know, your salads, you figured it out. Then slowly, carefully, you try to add variation in because variation isn't crucial to everything, including foods. But this is where, because it's so challenging, especially when you're out and about, um, find a breakfast that works for you. Better than that, find three. And I've done those shows as well. But find the foods that you like that start to help you towards your weight loss, uh, you know, goal, if that's your goal, one of your goals, and then stick with that. It makes common sense, all right? So find the foods that work and rotate those. Stick with that. Not too much variation, at least for a while. Number 11, read labels. Keep it simple, people. Did a whole show on net carbs and things like that, or I think it was a fit tip, but... When it comes to weight loss, not health, first thing you look at are calories, okay? Is it 200 or is it 900, right? That makes a big difference. And then protein. I want, again, since I'm looking at protein in every meal, if I'm looking at a bar, if I'm looking at, you know, whatever it is, package label, how many calories, how much protein? And then I'll start to get into the other stuff, but that's where I start. And if weight loss is your goal, that's where you start. Can you have something that's 200 calories but makes you ravenous? I'm getting ahead of myself. Yes, you can. But you can have low fat and be 1,000 calories, right? So look at the calories. Look at the proteins. Start to know your numbers, all right? Uh, let's take another quick break, and then I'm going to zoom through. already halfway. That's not bad. Okay. I'm going to pick up the pace, uh, but... I'll leave it at that. (laughs) We'll be right back
1: after this break.
0: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.
3: And we are back. Do you see my struggle to keep this short and sweet? I want to give you so much more information, but we got to keep it it on track here. All right. Uh, Talking about... 23 Tips to Eating Better and Losing Weight. I'm about halfway through and uh, just talked about reading labels. Keep it simple. Obviously, the more ingredients, the you know, and the tougher the words are to understand the ingredients, right? Words you don't know, that's problematic. You want fewer ingredients and you want more ingredients that you know what they are, okay? And that's why fruits and vegetables are pretty darn easy because there's no real label, right, on a banana, on a, on an apple. Um, 12, figure out your trigger foods. Okay. This goes to what I talked about just a second ago, your BLTs, um, eating the same thing, even reading labels, right? Uh, diet soda. I'll just give you this one example. You'll read a oh, diet soda. People who drink diet soda, uh, tend to gain weight a couple studies, right? Totally confusing because diet soda has zero calories. So you go, Tom, you're, totally wrong. Well, there's two things there real quickly. And I love this because this is this is where the research you know, is problematic when it's uh, self-reports and things like that. So a lot of the people who drink diet soda, a bunch of things. I actually did a podcast on this as well. Two things quickly. A lot of people drink the diet soda, but they're still eating the fast food, right? <laughs> we all know that joke. You go to a fast food place, you're like, give me five hamburgers and a diet soda. All right. So That's part of the issue. Another part is it makes people hungry. And so this goes to your trigger foods. This is where you have to figure out what works for you. You have to learn what carbohydrates are. Getting ahead of myself again. You know, carbohydrates, proteins, healthy uh, fats. And then within that, you got to go, okay, I tried this meal and I was ravenous, you know, in an hour. Well, maybe that's not the best breakfast for you then. And so just be aware. The same way you're aware of your BLTs, be aware of how different foods and different combinations of foods affect your hunger, your satiety. And this is something that takes time. That's why the whole process takes time, people. Losing weight, getting healthier. You're going to figure out your plan. All right. Number 13. Try my six-week plan approach. You know, I, I... have not and will not write a diet book per se, but I have a six-week approach, and I did a podcast on that. It's where you give yourself six weeks, and if you're doing five to six meals a day, it's five to six weeks, right? So week one, meal one, figure out your breakfast. So spend a week trying different breakfasts and getting in the habit of eating breakfast. Week two, meal number two. Week three, meal number three. You see where I'm going with this? Super simple, super basic, super powerful the exploration of the foods, right? And getting into the habit, the behavior modification. Such a huge part of this. Instead of asking you to deprive yourself of food for weeks, I'm saying figure out the foods over time that you like. And that's how I'm going to end up this whole thing or bring this whole thing home. But 6 weeks. First week is breakfast, second week is meal number 2, and by week number 6, And you might not get it right away, but you're on track to figuring out the foods that work for you and getting into that habit, eating every couple hours or so, okay? Number 14, buy in bulk. So easy today. Oh my gosh. You know, finding something you like, food, you know, whether that's uh, whatever it is. Whatever it is as part of your eating plan, it could be, you know, Protein powders, like a lot of the supplement type things, pre-done drinks, but food, whole foods, everything you get to deliver today. When you find something you like, buy a lot of it. When I find or when I shop for my mixed vegetable steamed bags, I don't buy one or two, I buy five or six. So they're there and I will eat them frequently. So, I mean, again, couldn't be easier today. You don't even have to go to the store for Pete's sake. Goes for waters, all of that stuff. When you find things you like that are healthy and that make you feel full and make you feel happy, buy a lot of it and keep it in the house. It goes back to what I was talking about at the beginning. Keeping your house stocked correlates to buying in bulk. Okay. Number 15. This goes to breakfast, but I want to flesh it out even more. Eat a big breakfast was one of the first tips. But I have to also say front-load your day. So in other words, instead of eating nothing at the beginning of the day and slowly eating more and ending up by eating the most at the end of the day, will you flip that, please? You're eating backwards for energy, for health. Front-load your day. Start with the biggest meal and then cut back slowly. Okay? This is where, like, the intermittent fasting and things like that, you know, people go, you know, I I stop eating at seven o'clock and I don't eat again until 7 a.m. Perfect. That's not fasting. That's just eating healthy people. (laughs) And if you, it, it shouldn't be a struggle. If you eat a huge breakfast and then meal number two, you know, maybe a little bit less or comparable and then slowly wean yourself down. It's not a challenge. You don't think of it as fasting. I don't fast per se, I fuel myself so I'm not ravenous. And yes, when I'm dieting down, trying to lose a couple pounds for an event, I will be a little stricter later in the day. Eat more at the beginning of the day, and then maybe stop eating an hour or two earlier than I normally would. All right? But front load your day. It's better for everything, your body, your mind, and uh, your health. All right? Number 16, ask these two questions at every meal. What's my healthy carb? What's my healthy protein? Every meal. What's my healthy carb? What's my healthy protein? As you get more experience, then you can get into what's my healthy fats and things like that. But I don't want to complicate it. Start with what's my healthy carbohydrate? What's my complex carbohydrate? And what is my protein? Every meal. All right. Number 17. Don't throw away the day. Did a podcast on this. One of the most you know, insidious mistakes people make is they have one bad, they fall off the wagon. You're on a diet. First of all, it's usually a deprivation diet. And what happens, it's really hard and you're really hungry. And so you fall off for one meal and you throw away the whole day or a couple days or the whole diet. And that's a problem with not following these tips, but there is no perfect. And if you completely go off the reservation And you do have the five or six hamburgers. All it's not lost, people. It's a calories thing. So don't say, now I'm just going to, you know, eat myself silly for the rest of the day. No. Eat better for the rest of the day. And I'm going to specify, go into this actually in a little greater detail shortly. All right. So one slip up is not the end of the world. And this is what people who maintain their weight, including myself, when I was stricter, I go, oh, you know, I'm going to be a little, uh, I had, you know, three bacon, egg and cheeses this morning. is not a normal breakfast for me. I have these things too, occasionally. But back in the day, when you're being a little harder on yourself, you go, oh, n- you know, now I'm going to just throw the day away. Part of the reason you do that, people, is because those simple carbohydrates just make you hungrier. <laughs> like, you're, you're, you're craving the other stuff, and it's harder to not throw the day away, which is why when you eat whole foods, it's easier, all right? But don't throw the day away, and definitely don't throw a couple days or the entire program. All right, number 18, super important. Learn what a carbohydrate is. Just did a podcast on this, right? And people say they're off carbs, What do they really mean? means I'm not eating bread and I'm not eating dessert and candy. Well, you're not off carbs. You're eating so many other foods, and you shouldn't be off carbs if you're in a healthy eating plan because that's what our bodies work on. That's what our body's preferred energy source is. Okay? Healthy carbohydrates. Not going to talk about keto here and right now, but there are myriad adaptations our bodies, you know, um, adapted to, evolved. You know keto, ketogenic, the ability to burn uh, fats as fuel, the ability, uh, you know, intermittent fasting. People will talk about you know the health benefits, sure, but again, these were adaptations that evolution imparted upon our bodies so that we didn't die. I want to get into that. See, you got you got me off on a tangent here. Um, when would a carbohydrate is, (laughs) and find healthy ones that work for you. All right, trust me, you'll be so much happier. But educate yourself. All right, they're simple and complex. The more processed, the more man makes it and touches it, generally speaking, the less healthy it is. Number 19, keep a seven-day journal. You know, back when I was a trainer, and I know many nutritionists still do this, and I get it, but uh, as I say frequently, a three-day diet journal, if I asked you to do one, greatest works of fiction ever written. What I mean by that, you do one of two things or both. You eat better for three days, uh, and or you don't tell the truth about everything doesn't work. So, keep a 7-day journal, and I say 7 because the weekends matter. If I tell you to take, keep a journal Monday through Wednesday, most people eat differently on the weekends. Keep a 7-day journal of everything, every BLT. You know, now with phones so much easier, everything that crosses your lips for 7 days. This is yeah, it's challenging. Do it, but it's for yourself. It's to become aware really aware of those BLTs, just aware of what you eat, how much you eat, how frequently, what are your trigger foods. This goes to everything I just outlined or much of what I just outlined. We need information. We need to be aware. And we're not always, listen, a lot of this is subconscious. The BLT thing its pretty shocking when you do it, but this is for your own purposes. You're not going to show it to anyone. And that, in my opinion, is the only way these journals really work. All right? That's for you. Seven-day journal. Start to learn what you eat. Number 20, follow the 80-20 plan. What is that? Well, if you've listened to my prior podcast, I use it almost in every podcast to some degree, whether it's exercise and nutrition or whatever it is. 80% of the time, eat healthy. Do the right thing when you can. 20 to 30% of the time, we need to have desserts. We need to... Enjoy ourselves. Unfortunately, the vast majority of people are the opposite. They're kind of good 20 to 30% of the time. They think the scale should, you know, move like crazy. It's not the math. If you are, as many are, 20% good right now and 80%, you know, uh, the unhealthy stuff, give yourself time. You're not going to go 80-20. You're not going to flip it, but you can go 30-70, 40-60, but when you get to that point, get to the point where I am and many others are as well. Don't deprive myself of anything. I still eat the bacon, egg and cheeses. Occasionally. I don't do it as frequently. I don't enjoy it as much. And oftentimes, as I've said before, it reminds me of why I eat healthy because then you're ravenous. Your body doesn't like it as much. All right. And this is kind of, well, let me give you the math. Actually, this is, this is, this is really important too. So when you go 80, 20, 24-hour plan, seven-day plan, and a a yearly plan. So in other words, in your day, if you're eating five to six meals a day, one can be less than perfect. Generally speaking, that's dinner for people. And if you've front-loaded your day, if you had breakfast, you're not ravenous, you're not going to have as many calories in that less-than-perfect meal. It's totally counterintuitive. You can have that appetizer if you're out to dinner on a Wednesday with friends or business. Because you've eaten a healthy breakfast, you ate healthy throughout the day, so that's your one meal to be less strict, is my point. With a week, one to two days, less than perfect, not totally off the reservation, but generally speaking, weekends for many people, going out when you have less control of your foods. So you're not perfect seven days, you're not perfect you know, uh, six days you're per, you're you're not perfect, period, right? Because you're having that one meal throughout the day and then one to two days a week. All right, leave it at that. And generally speaking, again, the weekends. And then do it for a year, people. This is what's so great. I love this. When you do the math, what's 20% of 365? It's 73 days. So 73 days out of the year, you don't have to be, again, perfect. So that's going to fall into your weekends or whatever those one to two days are per week. Again, these are approximations, but I want you to start to realize these are holidays. These are birthdays, the days you should be less strict, you know, be more strict on January 12th, you know, days that are less meaningful. And when I say strict, eat healthy, right? The other days when you're with family and it's a celebratory, you know, occasion, then enjoy yourself. All right. All right. Let's wrap this up here. Number 21, super important. Focus on what you can eat, not what you cannot. I don't want to hear from friends and family. Don't tell me what you're depriving yourself of. Tell me what you figured out you can eat. That's success. I don't really talk about what I don't eat because I eat just about everything. It's moderation. Moderation is more challenging at the start than deprivation. Deprivation is easy for a week or two. And that's brutal after. And it deprives you of muscle and self-efficacy and the belief that you can be successful. So focus on what you can eat. This goes to so many of the tips I already talked about. Finding your foods, eating breakfast. Focus on eating people, not what you can eat. Health comes from the nutrients we take in. And so you got to find those foods. All right. Number 22 is so important. And I saved it for the end. Know that it gets easier. This is so hard to get across to people. But when you employ all of these tips over time, you're not missing out on anything. And yes, you can achieve your healthy weight. And yes, you can be happy. And yes, you can finally be successful. Because you're doing a handful of things that are tailored to you. Not restrictive. Not foods you don't like, but you're eating a lot of the healthy foods you do like. You're not getting ravenous. You're not doing all those things I just talked about, all right? But know that it gets easier and easier and easier. That goes for exercise, that goes for nutrition, goes for everything. I promise. All right? And finally, (laughs) don't diet. Please don't diet. Stop it. If your diet has an end date, 100% flawed. Figure out the foods you like. Everything I just talked about. All of the tips. Have absolutely nothing to do with deprivation. Has to do with fueling your body as it was meant to be fueled. Feeling good. Food is more accessible than ever before. And yes, that's a problem. But it's how you look at it, people. You can have the healthiest food delivered right to your door. Prepared. So take these tips. Figure out how many you're doing. Figure out the ones you want to start doing, start doing them, and I promise you, it's not a matter of if, but when, you start to see the results you've been trying to get. All right? There you go. Not too bad. (laughs) I I kept it to where I wanted to. Started off a little slow, got worried that I was going to go long, but (sighs) kept it right in the sweet spot for you, hopefully. All right. Again, if you want to reach out, Tom H. Fit is Instagram and Twitter questions, comments, Tom H. Fit, go to fitnessdisrupted.com. Email me through the site as well. Micro workout plan is my most recent book. Lots of workouts in there that you can do at home along with my philosophy and things like that. And uh, thank you for listening. I see I'm, I need food. (laughs) I went a little too long this morning. I, I violated my own advice and that's what you will find people You will know your body better than you've ever known it when you start to employ these tips. And they're just, again, based in science, based in experience. It shouldn't be a struggle. All right? Because we control three things. How much we move, what we put into our mouths, and our attitudes, and that is awesome. I am Tom Holland. This is Fitness Disrupted. Believe in yourself. Fitness Disrupted is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
0: The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David.